Welcome back to the Blessed and Highly Favored Podcast. I am your host, Berlin Tungafau. And y'all, I am just, I just want to take a moment to give myself a little kudos because we're in here, episode four, like, oh my goodness. And I just want to give myself a pat on the back because cheers to consistency, like, cheers to consistency. Let me tell y'all, with my journey of like trying to create content, I lit like consistency was just so hard for me and actually like not only consistency but commitment like I just had struggled with these two things for such a long time like I would make content post it delete it make content again post it delete it or I would make content and then I just wouldn't make content again after that like if now just let a big just time period passed it so listen commitment and consistency has been something that I had been struggling with for a long time so I'm super proud of myself for staying committed to this podcast and um just being consistent and always showing up cheers to that y'all cheers to that and before we get into episode number four I do want to say that I am, like I said in the last episode, if you guys stuck around until the end, I am definitely working on turning this podcast into a visual one. So you will soon be seeing my beautiful face. But yes, so I I don't know exactly when the first visual podcast will be up, but I do know it's definitely in the works. And my goal is to have it actually as the next episode to be visual but God's plan I mean God's will and his timing we're sticking to that and I'm super excited actually to turn it into a visual podcast I feel like I'll be able to connect to a lot of you guys more and just really build that community so I'm super excited for that and um, y'all stay tuned stay tuned because I definitely will be keeping you guys updated on that but Here we are, episode four, and today I just wanted to go a different route, and I'm kind of like nervous, and I'm really hoping that, you know, it goes well, but usually, and and hopefully, like, I don't know if you guys will be able to tell the difference from this episode versus like, you know, the past three episodes that I've done, But usually for me, before I do an episode, like I've mentioned, I'm pretty sure before in one of my other episodes, I usually have an outline just to keep me on track and to help me not just be all over the place, even though sometimes I'm pretty sure that's what happens. (laughs) But usually I will have an outline. And today for episode four, I actually don't have one. And this was actually recorded in real time. I literally recorded this today, Wednesday um the 19th (laughs) and so we're just gonna go with the flow we're gonna let the holy spirit lead us and um i just pray that everything flows good y'all so within this past week i have been struggling with some stuff oh my goodness um so My auntie, she had bought me a book for my birthday, and it's called The Fear of the Lord. And I don't know how to pronounce the author's last name, but it's like John 
Beaver or Bever? It's like B-E-V-E-R-E. And anyway, I've been reading it and man, it's been such a great book. Like I love it so much, y'all. I literally pray before I read that book so that I'm able to like, you know, be ministered to on a deeper level, you know, and just receive deeper revelation and not taking the words at surface level, but at a root level and that's exactly what's been happening so like you know obviously by the title fear of the lord the author just really dives into what it means to fear god see when people i feel like when people hear that they always think of like some type of negative thing you know or like they don't fully understand that concept to you know the depth in which it is and so you know the author, he does a really good job in explaining what the fear of the Lord is and explaining like his glory. And he just ties so many good points into it. So I really do highly recommend this book um, to all of you guys that are listening. And it just gives you also a better understanding of all of God's glory and his, his just power. And it's, it's been a really good read for me. But at the same time, Y'all, the way I have been convicted is crazy. Basically, listen, let me tell y'all though, if before you guys go and buy the book, if you are not ready (laughs) to face yourself, basically, if you're not ready to really have a mirror be placed right in front of your face to really look at who you are, don't buy this book. (laughs) I'm just gonna put it like that do not buy this book if you're really not ready to confront your own problems because that's exactly what's been going on with me okay basically what I feel like in the most dramatic sense what I feel like is that this book just basically told me I'm really not that type of Christian I think that I am and I'm like ooh, talk about a humbling moment but in this book within the first chapter um to kind of spoil it for you guys I'm sorry but the author just goes into how he went to go and this author he's a pastor and so he went to go preach somewhere I forgot where and when he walked in he was so excited but when he walked in he said um you know they were praising and worshiping God but he immediately noticed that God's spirit wasn't there and he was like Lord where is your spirit And right after he asked that, he started observing the crowd and he started seeing how they were worshiping with their lips, but their hearts were far from God. And so he just goes into this anger that he had, this like anger because, you know, we weren't, they weren't giving God his rightful glory and his rightful praise. And within that moment, I was like, wow, like how many times do I do that where I'm just singing just to sing or I'm praising just because I really love this song? Like how many times do I do that? And so like ever since I read that first chapter, I kind of like made it a point to actually to actually start living my life in true reverence to who God is and to make my life you know, really like live out that fear of the Lord. And mentally, I made that a challenge for myself. I challenged myself to start really 
how do I say this? Like I challenged myself to really embody what it means to fear God, whatever that looks like for my life. And so, you know, of course that was in my prayer and (laughs) y'all, The way I have struggled with it ever since, the way I have been falling short, the way, like, oh my gosh, this past week, I have just been so hard on myself because I'm like, okay, I'll give you guys an example. One of the ways that, you know, one of the things I challenged myself with, with the intentions of, you know, really making my life and living out my life in fear of the Lord and in true reverence to God was waking up at like three or four o'clock in the morning to pray, right? Killing my flesh and decreasing so that God can increase. That was my intentions behind waking up at three or four o'clock in the morning to pray. Y'all, the first day (laughs) I definitely woke up I woke up at like three or four um, and I woke up to turn my alarm off, <laughs> but I didn't wake up to get out of bed. And I so clearly remember I was laying in bed. My eyes were open and I was like, ooh, I was like, do I really want to do this? And I was sitting there like, ooh, like already feeling myself allowing my flesh to win and stay in bed and sleep. And I remember... As I was laying there, I was like, I'm so sorry, Father. I was like, look, forgive me, but I am so tired. It's cold. You know I'm anemic. Like, please. And so I went back to sleep. And when I woke up, the conviction that I felt, the conviction that I felt was so heavy. And I feel like in a sense, that was also me just being hard on myself. But immediately I woke up and I was like, really, Berlin? Like, I just, I was like, girl, how are you going to tell God that you are going to do this? You set the plan in motion. You did everything you needed to do to make it possible. And then when the moment came, you backed off. You, You backed away. You didn't follow through. And so I was really disappointed in myself. And I was like, immediately when I said my morning prayer, I was like, Father, forgive me. Like, this is, it's hard. Like, Father, forgive me. And, um, you know, as I continued on in in the week, I just kept falling short, to put it quite plainly. And it wasn't just with this. There were other things that, like, God had brought to my attention that I needed to work on. God had brought to my attention, like, the habits that, were lingering within me that weren't of him and these heart postures that were wicked and these mindsets and just all this stuff God was revealing that to me and placing a mirror in front of me that's what it really felt like like he placed a mirror in front of my wickedness in front of my sins and he was like look at yourself and not in a way to condemn me don't get me wrong that's not what I'm saying but in a way to make me understand, because this was literally my answered prayer. I, I asked God, I was like, Father, remove these things. But at the same time, and before you remove them, let me acknowledge the things that 
are still inside of me that aren't of you so that I understand the weight and the capacity of these things. And this is exactly what he did. And, you know, sometimes I feel like we don't we don't really know what we're praying for. You know, in the moment we can get so caught up with, you know, just man being on fire for the Lord, like I said in one of my other episodes. And, you know, we just start praying these big prayers right making and declaring these big promises to God and then we go and we fall short right after we say that prayer and so that's why I said I feel like we don't know really what we're praying for because I when I said this prayer and I asked God to reveal those things to me that were still inside of me I did not I didn't know what I was getting myself into and I feel like within me going through this process of seeing what it is that I'm still dealing with that God is telling me I need to let go and that God is telling me I need to you know repent from I feel like I got a glimpse of when God is grieved I want to come I want to express this to you guys in the best way I possibly can Holy Spirit, please help me. I really felt like I had gotten a glimpse of what it's like when God grieves over us, over his creation, over his children. And I say this because there was some anger that was still within me. And I'm not going to specify it just yet. And I know I'm so sorry, y'all. I know I said transparency, um, but there's just some things like sometimes when I do some episodes, it's still fresh. It just happened. And so, you know, I just don't want to specify just yet. But in due time, I'm pretty sure I will. And y'all will know what I'm talking about. And you guys can reference my old, ep- Oop. you guys can reference my old episodes. But um, there was this anger that I was dealing with within my heart. And it kind of came with, no, it not kind of, it did come with unforgiveness and pride. And y'all, when God revealed that to me, he actually revealed that to me this morning because I I did get up to pray (laughs) at like five or six in the morning. It's like five. But when God revealed this to me, I was so grieved. I was so disappointed in myself. Because I was like, I just felt very contradicting. Like, I believe in one thing, and yet there's still this anger and unforgiveness that's lingering in my heart. And there's this pride that's also lingering in my heart. And it's clear as day in God's word that those are things that he detests. And so how can I, as the daughter of the king, sit here and proclaim such things, sit here and say, I love the Lord, but then refuse to let God handle that. Let God teach me on that. Let God in. Let God's hand over that situation. And like I said, I felt so contradicting to my faith. And I really felt like crying. But I feel like like there was no tears that came out, which was really surprising because usually I'm a crybaby when I get into the presence of the Lord, okay? But... <laughs> There was no tears. And I feel like that was God telling me like, look, you knew your mistake. 
Here's where you went wrong. I'm glad you took that first step and acknowledged it. But there's no time for tears right now. He was like, just repent. Repent and make it an active decision to choose love. Love that covers the multitude. To choose forgiveness. And to fully get rid of pride. And it was such an eye opener to me. And I remember this morning, I was sitting there and I was just so quiet with God. And I just kept repenting. And I was like, Father, forgive me. That's that's what I just kept saying. I was like, I can like and I felt to be so truthful with you guys. I felt so disgusted with myself because I was like, wow. And that's why I say I kind of feel like I got a glimpse of God's grief and his grief in the sense of him being such a loving father that all he wants to do is truly help his children. But it's us that rebuke him. It's us that refuse that refuses to allow him to come in and do what he does best. And even talking about it now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's he's revealing to me that. Sometimes it's us that gets in our own way of freedom, true fear, freedom, true peace, true forgiveness, walking in true love and light. Because we we refuse to allow God to correct us. We refuse to allow God to put his hand over this situation and to have his will and have his way. And this does kind of tie into my last episode where I was talking about you know, allowing God to truly have his will and have his way. And so that's what I've just been struggling with this past week. And, you know, one of the ways that this was actually brought to me was when I was reading the Bible and God led me to first Peter. Right. And as I'm reading Peter, first Peter, um, my Bible has a devotional part, like I said before, and in the devotional part, let me hold on, because I, I have my Bible right here, y'all. Let me flip to that part because it was just such a beautiful, like she, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if like it was a girl, but anyway, whoever wrote this devotional part, like it was so beautiful because it truly put everything into perspective for me. So give me one moment as I flip to that page. To give you guys like some backstory, um, Peter is talking about undeserved suffering, like the undeserved suffering that Jesus had to go through, right? And so in the devotional, this is a part of what the author wrote. It says chapter four of one. Oh, it says chapter four of first Peter begins the way chapter three ends with Peter pointing to the cross and the blameless suffering savior. I imagine us standing there with Peter gazing into the sky and remembering the image of Christ crucified, feeling the certainty course through our veins that this, this changes everything. Then Peter turns, locks his eyes with ours and simply says, make the rest of your life about this. Yeah. Give me a moment. (laughs) The way I felt that so deeply within my spirit, I was like, wow. God was showing me a, 
a great and he was deepening my capacity to really understand his glory I know that his glory is something that we can never fully comprehend but there are you know there is some parts that we can and I'm so grateful for that and there was just like this how do I explain this there was just this like deeper understanding of what Jesus did I feel like as I've been recently you know reading my word God has really been ministering to me and deepening my understanding of what Jesus did on that cross see normally we're like he died on that cross he paid a price for us that we couldn't pay and while yes all those things are true but God has just been ministering to me that there is so much more that came with him dying on that cross there is so much more like man and I can really make this a whole episode in and of itself but referring back to that devotional when she said she imagines us standing there with Peter and then Peter looks us in our eyes and he says make the rest of your life about this I felt it and I imagined it as if I was there and Peter was looking at me and telling me make the rest of your life about this and so that's really what led me to um that's really what led me to actually wanting to actively change my habits change my ways and like let go of any unforgiveness that may linger let go of the short-tempered anger let go of the pride and y'all I'm not I ain't gonna lie I didn't even know there was pride within me and how prideful is that to say and how prideful is that to think that me as a human with sinful nature that I don't have some type of pride you know what I mean like yeah, that's how delusional I was. But anyway, man, I just, like I said, within this past week and even this morning as I was praying, I felt so disappointed in myself and I was expressing that to God. I was like, Lord, I'm so disappointed in myself because it's like, here's the standard, here's the mark and I'm pushing to go there. But it's like everything that I'm doing is not looking like I'm trying to push and go there. I was just so disappointed. I was so disgusted within my sinful nature. And I had to really take the time to repent and ask for forgiveness. And within that moment as well, the enemy was trying to come in and deceive me and make me believe that God wasn't going to forgive me because the sin was too powerful or the sin was too deep. Or I realized that sin too late. Or I was too contradicting. And so God can't forgive me. And I just want to encourage anybody out there who has been allowing the enemy to come in and tell them lies. There is no sin that is too deep. There is no sin that is too quote unquote powerful that God can't deliver you from. Whether that be holding on to anger for years, whether that be harboring unforgiveness, whether that be being short, short tempered, whether that be holding on to pride or lust or whatever the case may be, y'all, there is nothing too big for God to handle. 
a way that I truly understood this point was understanding God's glory and all his greatness and his power to a certain extent and to a certain capacity because like I said we can never fully understand it and I think it's so dope a little sidetrack sorry but in the book of the fear of the Lord um, the author starts talking about the part in the Bible where and I don't really know where it is but I remember reading it before but there's a part in the Bible where it says that there are angels that I believe they like circle God's uh, throne and day and night and for however, like we can't even count for how long, but day and night, all they sing is praises to him. And they're like, holy, holy, holy. I don't know exactly what part of the Bible this is in, but I remember when I first came across that and I was like, that's crazy because I think it did say, I don't know if I'm 100% right. Don't quote me on this, but I think it said something like they did this for they do this actually for all eternity. And even before God made earth. So it's like I think, I think. But it's just like my human brain it was so hard for me to wrap my mind around that. Like because from a human aspect, right? I'm just like do y'all not get tired? Like, it didn't say that they changed up the song. It didn't say that they changed up the praises. All it says was that what they say is holy, holy, holy. I think there's something else that they say, but yeah. And I was like, do they not get tired? Like, do they not, you know? I'm just like, did it ever get, like, do they ever get tired? And the author so perfectly put it into perspective that, God's glory is so great. See, we can take this, what we have already, our our understanding already of how great God is and how, you know, majestic his glory is, and then compare it to his actual glory. It's so infinite. And the author put it into perspective as he imagines that the angels, just as we do, the angels like learn more and more about his true glory, God's true glory. And so for eternity, they're able to say holy, 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 because God's glory is just that great. And even now thinking about it, it's really hard to fully wrap my mind around that. But that was just a little quick side note um, as to what I was saying. But yeah, and another thing was that in my prayer time this morning and I'm gonna be so honest with you guys because this is how deep the pride ran like ugh, it was so ugly um in my prayer time when I was asking for forgiveness and I was repenting there was something that God told me that I had to do and um I did not want to do it I'm not even gonna lie to y'all like to my core I did not want to do this. And I didn't want to give God my yes to do this. I had to really humble myself in that moment and put my own self in check. Like, girl, who do you really think you are when it's coming to God? Like, who do you really think you are, girl? Let's let's sit down. Let's, you know, take several seats, please. Um, but I genuinely to my core I did not want to do this and I was just like are you like 
in my mind, what was going through my mind at the time was like, I'm bigger than this. I shouldn't be doing this because X, Y, and Z. If anything, it should be the other way around. And in that moment, I think that's when I truly felt disgust of myself. Because I was like, are you kidding me? Like, girl, what? What did you just say? What just ran across your mind? And so God really had to like deal with me on this pride. And I also had to be real with him. And I told him, I said, Father, I do not want to do this at all. I said, and I know that you see that. I said, but more than anything, my declaration that I made to you earlier this week, still remains true to my core I don't want to do this but at the same time to my core I want to live my life for you I want to live my life in audience of one which is God I want to live my life and have every aspect of my life be pleasing to God I want to be a vessel that God can show the angels and be like look I told God, I said, more than anything, I want to make my life about you, just like it said in the devotional. And I told him, I said, Father, I acknowledge that I can't do this. I can't make my life about you. I can't, you know, live this way I want to live if I don't be obedient to you. And so it was hard to give God my yes. It was really hard. Because it was something that I really just, and even now I kind of don't want to do it, but like there's this piece that I'm just like, no, we need to do this. And I was like, you know what, Father? I was like, this thing where disobedience is very tempting. I said, that disobedience is, is not worth my blessings. It's not worth me forfeiting my blessings. It's not worth me forfeiting my promises. It's not worth me forfeiting my peace it's not worth like it's not worth it when I think of you it's not worth it when I think of your glory that is always continuously being revealed in me I was like it's just not worth it and I don't know who I'm speaking to right now but hear me it is not worth it it is not worth your disobedience to God whatever it is It is not worth your disobedience to God. And so to end this off, the last thing that God really brought to my attention in which I'm going to express this as a question to you guys. Are you trying to filter what he has already declared to fit your disobedience? I'm going to say it again. Are you trying to filter what God has already declared to fit your disobedience. Let me give you an example if you don't understand the question fully. People say, oh, God knows my heart. He knows my heart. And while yes, he does know your heart, we have to look at that phrase at a deeper meaning and for what it truly is. And what it is, Is you filtering God's word, you filtering your understanding of God to make it fit your disobedience and to make it fit what you don't want to do. Like I said, following Christ is not easy. 
And we have to be real with ourselves sometimes. Actually, the whole time. If you're not real with yourself, it's impossible to grow. And so I just want to give you guys that question to really ponder and to really take a moment of self-reflection to look at your life, look at your habits, look at your decisions, look at your mindset, look at your heart posture and ask yourself, am I filtering what God has already declared in his word? to fit my disobedience and it's not going to be a pretty process I guarantee you that it's not going to be an easy walk if anything what it should bring if you are truly answering this question with realness it should bring forth those sins that you are still holding on to it should bring forth that wickedness that may still be lingering in you it should bring forth those bad heart postures that you've been holding on to it should bring forth a bunch of ugliness to be real with y'all and just give yourself grace in that process and give it to God do not do this do not please do not answer this question and do this without God because I don't want you guys to be feeling condemned I don't want you guys to be feeling condemned and then like you turn away from God. That's not that's not why I told you guys and that's not why I brought forth this question. But do this with God and ask him to reveal those things inside of you that you don't even see. And he will. He will give it to God and allow him to teach you. Allow him to come in and chip away. What isn't of him so that he can move within you. And so I really hope that this episode has blessed you guys in some way. This was like really, really raw and very transparent. I don't think I was, I don't think I would ever share this. Like the old me probably looking at me now and it's like, girl, are you crazy? But (laughs) I just know I can feel it in my spirit that this is going to bless somebody. And I pray that you took this with conviction, not condemnation. And most of all, I pray that you allow God space and make room for God to come in and work on these things with you. This is something that I'm still currently going through. This is a process that God is still working with me on. And just know that when he says in his word, his grace is sufficient. It truly is. And Even in my moment of feeling disgust and even in my moment of being deeply disappointed in myself, I still reminded myself of God's grace and his love that is so everlasting and runs so deep for us. And like I said, I pray that this was able to bless you in some way. I pray that this was able to help you in your walk with God in some type of way. I love all of you guys and I am so grateful for all the support, for all the love, for all the feedback. This episode actually turned out way better than I thought. I I honestly was super duper scared because I was like, I don't, I feel like I wasn't prepared. But yeah, so stay on the lookout for my visual podcast that will be coming soon. It will be on YouTube. I will be sh- um, posting short clips on Instagram and on TikTok. 
And I'm super excited to start this. I'm super excited because I really do feel like it will bring like a new level of like community within this podcast. So like I said, I love all of you guys. I pray that God's peace and grace is multiplied onto you. I pray that he is with you within the remainder of this week. And I will see y'all next Wednesday.